0: Yeah. Alright, I am PI every single week. Did you in for bring you this? This week it is from XMOS. I don't think we've covered XMOS before, so I'm kind of excited. No, we have not. Um yeah, no, I like to always um, check out some companies that we haven't before. Um, I've seen XMOS stuff for a bit, and they've been, they've been very popular on social media, um, but I've never actually like investigated their chips, and so I was like, hey, this is a good excuse. So this week's Inpi, it's an available board, but really it's the uh, X2316 series, which is their latest core.ai XCore.ai uh, model of chips. It um, comes available in BGA and also this QFN, which looks like it has some pretty sweet uh, ground and power planes on the bottom. Um, I like that they make uh, chips that are available in QFN for manufacturability. Um, It kind of seems like everything these days is uh, BGA. Um, Okay, so the X-Core is um, not an ARM Cortex, right? Which is, you know, we covered a couple of what was called like crossover microcontrollers, ultra-powerful microcontrollers from um, NXP, the IMX series a couple weeks ago. These are also what we call crossover, but they're not Cortex series. Instead, uh, it's X-Core. It's their own um, core chipset. And you see there's basically, it's kind of like two processors, but it's like two multi-core processors. So um, there's two tiles, what they call, and each tile, oh, maybe you can make this bigger so I can see the oh, yeah. text. Yeah, okay. yeah, I can do that. I just need okay. a second here to, to uh, scale it up. Oh, no, just the window bigger. Oh, you wanted to see that? Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You, you didn't want the, I, you just, Yeah. just. You just wanted this. The preview, yes. Thank you. Uh, okay. I, I wanted to, be able to read all the details. Okay, so um, in each tile, uh, left and right, um, they've got the ALU, and they also have their own internal 512 uh, kilobytes of SRAM. And then there's like this communication, the switch, and like packet messaging system in between. And each one has five to eight cores. So you'll see, like, when we go through the list of uh, processors, some of like some are like 2300 mips and some are like 300 uh, 3500 mips or, um, that basically depends on how many cores they have got uh, they're each has uh 500 megahertz clock rate and then of course they have got peripherals and they all also have their own um io bank. so you'll see at the top the io pins are per core so you can actually have both cores going at the same time doing um io control without interfering with each other which is a common thing uh when you've got like a microcontroller with dual core, often the I.O. pins are on a shared bus, and so you can't have both cores messing with the I.O. at the same time. But here, you know, go to town. Um, What you're getting is, uh, you know, 10 to 16 cores, um, all clocked really fast. And this is like a super, super powerful chip. Um, It reminds me, you know, it's not at all related to, but it kind of is evocative to me of this like a super ultra-powered propeller chip uh, for folks who remember that custom chip from Parallax also had, you know, eight cores, um, special GPIO functions and was, you know, a non-ARM uh, Cortex chip. But um, got to give them credit because th- they wanted to do a chip that was really good at audio processing. It was kind of like the combination of a very powerful microcontroller, multi-core, um, lots of IO capabilities, uh, DSP, and now they've added um, some AI acceleration as well. Um, so basically, it's just really, really, really fast, but it's a microcontroller. You're, you have uh, free RTOS running on it, but you're not dealing with Linux. You're not dealing with uh, QNX or whatever. No, no operating system that takes time to boot. It's instantaneous, which means it's great for appliances, devices, uh, cars, etc. cetera. Um, and uh, not only is it really good audio, it's also got um, pretty good video and camera interface as well. Um, and you can also attach external RAM if you want even more processing capability, like you want more space to move in. Flash isn't built in; you attach flash with, like, QSPY flash um, or something similar. But basically, uh, very, very fast. And here's just like another. This one I liked because it showed that you know the um, 512 kilobytes of RAM. The Mipi is interesting, uh, two lanes, so you can do camera in or display out. Um, both are supported. Actually, on the dev board, you'll see there's a 15-pin. Like Raspberry Pi compatible uh, camera interface, high-speed USB PHY, um, uh, so you can do host or peripheral, and then in the middle is that um, you know uh, packet switching circuit interface. You can send data back and forth, and uh, yeah, you can have external memory as well, um, LPDDR RAM, and there's ones with tons of pins, so you know you can connect a fairly big package of memory. Next up uh, for the processor itself uh, comes either 60-pin uh, QFN, again, um, manufacturable. There's also a, a chunky BGA, um, but with its 0.8-millimeter pitch, so you it's know, not too bad to manufacture. They've got an interesting um, TensorFlow light for microcontroller, but they've kind of got like a workflow setup where you can uh, train your TensorFlow uh, models in light, you know, the Python API, and then convert it into uh TensorFlow micro runtime using their, like, um, online tools. So, uh, you know, optimized uh, TensorFlow Lite uh, for microcontrollers, like, you actually do need to have a fairly good processor. I feel like, you know, eight cores running 500 megahertz, you have a chance of it. I'm actually kind of surprised they couldn't run TensorFlow Lite directly since you can run it on, um, you know, single board computers that are about the same um, MIPS capability. Um, but instead of, you know, most uh, chips where you'd, you know, you'd probably have a microcontroller maybe a separate DSP, or you'd have to really fine tune everything, um, you just get like very, very high performance. And, you know, this is kind of their, their money shot graph, where they're like, hey, you know, if you had an ARM Cortex M7 running at 600 megahertz, look, we have so many more cores and we're so much more optimized. They don't mention what this mystery ARM Cortex M7 at 600 megahertz is, but I'm, I'm betting it's probably the STM 32H7 or F7, which is good because a lot of people like to use that chip. You know, that's kind of the highest end microcontroller you can get these days, um, but they've been hard to get because of the chip shortage. And also, I love competition. I want to have more chips of that power capability um, available to people. So you know we're not just only buying one chip. We have multiple options. So I'm I'm very psyched to see um, more pressure at the high end of microcontrollers bringing that price down and you'll see that the price here is is very comparable lots of different options for this chip fam like i said different um you know you have 2400 or uh 3200 um mips I, I guess no they also have the same logical cores but maybe some are clocked faster um, io voltage can vary that's one thing i noticed 1.8 or 3.3 volts um, they all have the same amount of ram uh, they have the same number of cores. Uh, they have different number of I.O. based on whether you have the 60-pin QFN or the 265-pin um, FPGA. Um, some do and do not have the external memory and uh, MIPI capability, which makes sense. If you're doing graphical display stuff with a you know, nice MIPI display that maybe is uh, uh, you know 1024 by 720 or something, you'll probably want uh, the external memory to do the frame buffer. And of course, DigiKey is a supplier they also have some very cute dev boards uh, this is one for the um I series um, you know pretty simple just has the the camera connector which again looks suspiciously like the raspberry pi camera um, wi-fi native usb debug usb and of course audio because they're very specialized audio um, you can see on the left there's the, the left and the right there's the gpio banks um, probably the left hand side is one core and the right hand side is the other core. Um, This is the dev board that is actually featured for the uh, XU316 series and um, you can tell that it's like hey are you designing some sort of like DJ mixer or synthesizer or something which this would be a really good job for. Um, Got two MIDI interfaces, I've rarely seen devices that have two MIDI, two Mm -hmm. RCA, um, eight uh, IO, uh, sorry analog outputs, line outputs, um, through looks like uh, four different four or yeah four different um uh on the right i2s uh adc dac combos i think it's the T I T V P series um power supply on the bottom uh usb external power all that good stuff um but you know one thing i think that they're definitely going after is the uh family of like synths dj equipment um smart speakers they've already kind of you know gone after that market a lot i think also control panels for um home devices or for automotive or industrial equipment where you have a noisy background and maybe you want to have speech recognition or or you want to do stereo control yeah what's that right there that's clock in um i think that is if you want to you know you usually have a crystal um for clocking the chip but i mean this they don't really brag about the power, low power usage because it's got like 16 cores in it. So, um, you know, probably you want to mess with uh, your clock frequency to see if you can you tweak mm-hmm. your power usage. Or maybe uh, for precision, you, know, you have to have a, a good steady clock if you want to have your audio coming out at exactly 44.1 uh, kilohertz. So that's a, you know, yeah, sync signal. Um, you can download the schematics for their Explorer board, which I found kind of handy because it kind of shows you um, all the capabilities, again, lots of audio... Uh, functionality and also how they split up the power supply which is again have, have a pretty beefy power supply needed for these chips um, software tools are available it's uh it basically they say use free RTOS. everything is running on under free artos um, you do need their compiler because it's not Arm cortex so you're not going to use um, arm gcc but they have tool chains available for windows mac and linux Um, And they've got on github a lot of their libraries. This is just a couple of their libraries. They have like, you know, 76 of them. They have a library for everything um, that you can do with their chipsets. And I looked at some of the code. All of it looked like it had lots of good uh, example code. You know, one of their things is um, clearly they're trying to make it very easy for people to transition from using ARM Cortex to using their chips. So they have to go a little bit above and beyond with their um, SDK offerings. Um, And one thing I thought was cool is like, oh, Here's you TV know, USB. it's USB. And I bet they saw something TUSB. And whenever I see TUSB, I'm like, oh, I bet they use TUSB. And they do. And I would like to um, point out how cool it is that uh, the TUSB stack is licensed so freely that silicon vendors are now using yeah. TUSB and they're adding support for their chipsets because we do not restrict uh, who gets to use TUSB. So USB. good, even the biggins use it. Yes, um, okay. <laughs> so very neat, you know. It's again, it's it's a, it's, it's a transition because a lot of people using these kind of high end chipsets, they, they tend to be using Arm Cortex. But I think the power and functionality, which you know, you're not going to get with Arm because usually when you see multi core Arm, it's usually like one big processor and another small processor. Um, maybe it's a license thing, I don't know. But you know, X Core owns their own IP for the silicon, so they want to toss sixteen cores in there. Go for it. Available on Digi-King. Uh and totally in stock. Um, yeah, and you can see the pricing; it's really quite reasonable, um, considering that you get the RAM built in. You don't have to add external RAM. It's almost completely fully built. Like, there's not you don't really need a lot of accessories. You need a crystal, and maybe some QSPI memory, and you're good to go. Um, lots of peripherals, lots of functionality. Maybe good for your next audio project. I did notice um, when I Googled around for this part, a lot of audiophile DACs, like stereo drivers, use it. Used the um, this XMOS series. Those. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play a video, and then we'll see you on the other side for our new products. Voice enriches experience. Pan right, zoom center screen. We're being pushed back. Game, find more players. Here are the other players online. Them, that we need some help now we're talking yeah level smashed <laughs> game pause new upgrades are available do you want to check your options yeah let's see them emma here are your options okay dan here are your options no i'm good buy option two do you want to use your game credits dan yes dan purchase confirmed are there any other options you want to look at game t-shirts are on offer today no thank you ready 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 Game start. Stand horizon. Are you turned on by voice? Hi, on piano.